Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Championship Roundtable podcast. You can find the show at Championship Pod on Twitter. I'm Lewis Shackshaft. Uh, I'm joined with Jake Jackman today, and it seems mad that the uh, championship is going to return this weekend after all this time of waiting. Uh, but I want to ask you first, Jake, if you don't mind, with all the clubs, you know, got fixtures over the course of Saturday and, and Sunday and, and beyond that for the next, you know, 45 days, which we've just been talking about off air, which uh, clubs do you expect to impress the most in the remaining nine games that they've got in the championship? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a difficult one to predict because, um, of course, we did have matches. Um, you know, we've played 37 matches this season. So normally when you get to this point in the season, you've got a good idea of every team. Uh, and you can sort of make predictions, but after a three-month break, it's very difficult to to know. Um, I think you'd look at those at the top of the table to be the ones that that should benefit, um, as they should have the quote-unquote best squads. Um, you think, mm, yeah. When you think about, you think of Leeds and, and Fulham, West Brom, Brentford, um, those four teams especially. Um, not really going off the beaten track and picking any crazy teams, but they're the they're four teams you'd expect to, to continue strongly. Um, if you're looking below that, um, for the rest of the playoff positions, Preston and Millwall, um, they both did well, um, especially at home this season, but they might be two teams that suffer without without fans in the stadium. Um, so I've got question marks about them. And, and if you look lower down the table, you know, a team like Derby with, with the young players they have um they might be a little bit more used to playing in empty stadiums uh, a lot of youth football uh, wayne rooney's got a lot of experience as well so i think that would be useful um in this sort of situation um but yeah i think younger players you might see them uh, do a lot better in, in this sort of atmosphere with with, with fewest uh, fans in the stadium purely because they're used to it and i think a lot of youth teams and reserve teams or under 23 teams as they are now actually play at play at the main ground a few games a season they've probably had like I say a bit more experience in in a ground like Pride Park or or Hillsborough uh, being empty they might be a little bit more used to that so I think uh, Derby might be one um, the benefit from that if you're looking as well I think um, Cardiff they've got a lot of quality I think that I'm slightly surprised that you know I've been to, I, I think I tipped them to, to finish in the top two at the start of the season so I think there's quality there and they might be a team that benefit um, from the restart of everything starting again, no form being taken into account. The, the quality and the, the Premier League experience that they got from last season might might allow them to beat, uh, win a few more games. Um, so yeah, I think Cardiff might be one to, to watch out for, making a, a run for those playoffs. I think Derby might be as well, purely because, as I say, a lot of the youth players being more used to this sort of situation. But it, it is impossible to predict. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I've noticed a few people actually mentioning Derby that they could give it a good push. Uh, so it would be interesting to see that you've mentioned them as well. Um, so if, if you're a betting man, then it might be worth seeing how much you can get for them to finish in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, without any form whatsoever over the course of the last three months, obviously, it, it is difficult to predict. But as you said, I think, you know, Leeds United and West Brom, if, if they don't continue to impress and go up, then, you know, it'll come as a complete shock. So we, we've got to look at those two, first and foremost, of, of, of teams who are the best in the division. After that, you know, I've always mentioned Brentford, the, the football that they play. I'd expect them to continue on that trend and, and continue picking points up. And you've mentioned Cardiff and, and uh, Derby there as, as um, teams that could potentially have, you know, a, a good run in the remaining nine games. I'm going to go for Millwall. Um, and the reason I've picked Millwall is because a couple of days ago, I was just looking at the, the running and the final games that they've got to play. And we know that Millwall are just a couple of points outside the playoffs at the minute um but their fixture list looks quite you know or will be beneficial to them i believe um if i just quickly run through them so they've got uh, derby at home uh, then they've got barnsley swansea charlton middlesbrough hull blackburn qpr and huddersfield none of those teams are technically uh, above them in the league other than maybe one um they're either around them or below them in the table so for that reason i think uh, millwall could be uh, dark horses if you like for the remaining nine games so they're certainly one to watch out for i'm going to flip the question though now jake and ask you um which teams do you expect to disappoint or, or fail in the remaining nine games yeah, I've got a, a few for this, but just before we head off on that last part, I just wanted to say on Millwall, do you not think that they might struggle without fans in the stadium? I, th- I think of of um, the Den as being one of those tough ho- home grounds to go up purely because of the supporters, and um, I think that's mm. true. They're away support as well. Do you not think that they might be a team that that um, get hurt by this this new sort of environment that they'll be playing in? You've got, you know, it's a great point to make, and we know that the the fans play a pivotal part in Millwall's success. Um, I'm just purely going on their run of form, you know, prior to the the lockdown and the pandemic, and they're, you know, like I mentioned, that they're the running for the remainder games. I mean, they, they could be hit hard by that, but at the same time, every other club's in the same position so you know there's there's not going to be one fan at any ground in the remaining games so for me you know under Gary Rowett I expect Millwall to just continue to push so I'm not saying you're wrong because you know we'll be proven you know wrong or right in, in the next in the next you know five weeks or so it's just a case that I think because everyone's in the same boat that there might be other teams that struggle more so uh, because of it who are lower in the league. I think, you know, they've, they've got a good group there and, and I, I really think that they'll come through it. So what, what, do, what do you think? Do you think that they're going to struggle then because of that? Or? Um, I'm not sure. I think, I think there's enough that they, they might struggle. Uh, they're definitely one of the teams that I've picked out as ones that could struggle in, um, without fans in the stadium. But I do mm. agree that they've been good under Gary Rowett and, and I think they've got a pretty decent squad and their fixtures look all right for the rest of the season. Um, but I, I just think they, they might lose 5% without the crowd. But, you know, we'll see. We're all just sort of guessing at this point, aren't we? 
We are, yeah, and like I say, it's a great point, but I still, I would still expect Millwall to finish similar to where they are now. Like I say, they could push for the playoff spots, and they are only two points off it at the minute. Um, and with that running, they, they, they could, like I say, be a dark horse. But I wouldn't expect them to, you know, free fall down that table. Uh, so yeah, who are your disappointing teams then? Who, who you expect to, you know, probably lose a handful of games in the remaining nine games? Yeah, I think you've got to be looking um, near the bottom of the table for this one. Um, the obvious two, obvious two are uh, Holland, Charlton. Um, Hull have lost a, a few players um, who won't be renewing their contracts and. Malik Wilkes also won't be uh, renewing his loan spell. Um, so they, they have lost uh, a few players there. I think it was Eric Lehigh, Jackson Irvine, Kingsley and Marcus Madison will, will be leaving as well. Um, well, agreeing short-term extensions. So they've definitely lost yep. a few players there. And when you add that to what they lost before the lockdown um, in Bowen and Grisicki, their results following the, um, the January um, transfer window wasn't, weren't great at all. Um, they suffered some big defeats the last two games before the break, 4-0 to Leeds and 5-1 lost to Stoke. So, you know, they're definitely a team that that weren't in great form to start off with. Um, didn't look to be a championship team really following the exit of Bowen and Grisicki. And they've been hit by further set, um, departures during this time. So they're ones that I think are really going to struggle. Um, mm. And then like like. Likewise, Charlton, who are losing a few players in a, in a similar sort of situation. So they're currently saying 21st and 22nd. So the, the situation that they both find themselves in will give hope to, to Luton and Barnsley. Um, Luton obviously having a new manager. Um, Barnsley doing a lot better since Struber came in. I think they were slightly unfortunate to get a few more points on the board as well. So I think, I think the relegation battle is, is far from over. Um, but, you know, it, it, I, I think that there will be a few teams that, that that don't do so well. Birmingham might be one um, with the manager set to leave at the end of the season. They might have lost that um, ability um, to play as they were. They might have lost a little bit of motivation, not knowing what the future holds. Jude Bellingham likely to leave in the summer as well. So a lot of uncertainty at Birmingham now uh, and that could see them sort of have, have a bad run of form. Um, yeah, they're the three teams for me that I have doubts about there's, there's obviously going to be a few more once the game's played uh, been played but there's nothing obvious jumping out at me from the rest of the teams that, that makes me think they will struggle Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Yeah, like you say, it's going to be difficult to predict all these teams who have potentially got players that are going to be out of contract. So, uh, you know, numerous players could leave these clubs. And for that reason, you know, results may seem strange for the remaining nine games. Um, But for me, and the same reasons as you, I've picked Hull City out as a team that, you know, are going to disappoint. I really think, you know, with the players leaving and the position that they're in, uh, the form, they've got the worst form since the turn of the new year as well. I think they've only picked up six points this calendar year. Um, so for me, yeah, Hull City are really going to struggle um, and it's going to be an interesting relegation fight. The other team that I've picked out, I was going to go for Birmingham, which makes sense after, like like you say, with Clutet um, leaving at the end of the season. And, and we'll see how they manage that. But I'm going to pick Sheffield Wednesday again. Um, I know it's my team, but I really expect Wednesday again to struggle simply because they've got a lot of teams in the remaining fixtures that are above them in the table. Uh, A lot of teams that are going to be fighting for those playoffs. And I really think that, you know, even though Sheffield Wednesday are going to need every point at the minute um, because of the potential EFL charges and and maybe a point deduction, we'll see on on that. But um, yeah, They've got the second worst form this calendar year, uh, just above Hull City, with only nine points that they've gained in the league this season. So I'm going to go for them too. Obviously, from an, an Owls perspective, I'm, I hope I'm completely wrong. But um, just, yeah, again, looking at the remaining fixtures, I think that they're not going to get too many wins. Um, I'd be probably happy with you know three wins from the remaining nine games and, and then a, you know, a hat full of draws. But... Um, we shall certainly see. So I'm going to ask you quickly, Jake, um, based on that and what we've touched on, what is your prediction for the top two playoff winner and relegated sides before we restart again with these nine games remaining? Yeah, it's. I, I think the top two should should keep their place. Um, don't think either of them will will um, fall out of it. I think Leeds. Um, should have enough this year to finally get over the line and get um, back to the Premier League um, for the first time in, in what feels like decades. <laughs> I think they were relegated in 2003, weren't they? Were they? 2003? So uh, yeah, is it 17 f- years? F- yeah, yeah, 15, 16 years, 17, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's, it's been a long time for them, and I think this is going to finally be the year that, that they get back. I think West Brom as well, um, I've seen enough from them that they're consistent only losing five games a season um be surprised if they fell off um, yeah as much and they've got the superior goal difference as well over over fulham so um they should have enough to to keep in so i think it's going to be a leeds one west Brom two and i think the playoffs fulham and brentford i'd expect to finish in those positions um mm-hmm. and i think i'm i'm also going to go for the nottingham forest and i think i'll go for cardiff um that they'll be the ones that, that get into that top six. Um, yeah. Going and then to the relegation, I think whole city will go down. I think Charlton will go down, um, and I think probably Luton will go down. I think Barnsley are gonna 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 stay up. I'm not sure why I think that, um, but I think they've got got enough about them to stay up. Um, definitely saw enough improvement under Struber, and I think they're gonna be ones to, to benefit from the, from the break and. Um, come back sort of as a 
as a nine game season rather than a continuation of of, of the previous one. I think they mm. they they could definitely benefit from that. Um, and they've shown that they can beat teams at the top of the division. They've given um, good games um, to several of those. Um, obviously, the, the win over Fulham on the opening day is the the eye catching result. Um, but they've had a few more like that as well. Um, yeah, I think that I think they'll um, I think they'll somehow pull it off. But um, that's a that's a massive shout from you saying Barnsley are going to stay up. Uh, but you know, if you're right, then it's it's a great call because they're currently you know seven points clear of that. Uh, you know, or seven points within the relegation zone, should I say? Um, but as as expected, we're we're both expecting Hull and Hull and Charlton to really struggle. So you know, it, it is a great shout uh, for me. Yeah, the the top two speak for themselves. I said earlier, I'd be so surprised if anyone fi- finished above Leeds or West Brom. Um, you know, regarding the playoffs, I think you know Fulham, Brentford, Forest are almost givens. Um, it's going to be a huge fight for that last, you know, sixth spot. Um, Bristol City, I keep, you know, there's times of this season where I've really thought it could be their year that they get in there. Uh, but I've touched on Millwall with their run. Uh, but there's also, like you said, there's Cardiff, even even Blackburn. And, and you've talked about Derby, the Swansea there as well. If I had to pick one of them to finish in there, I'd probably just go safe a little bit and... I'll say Bristol City. For whatever reason, I do still think Preston won't finish in that sixth spot, despite them being there at the moment. I think they've got a tough run in um, in the remaining nine games as well. Uh, if I were to pick a winner from the playoffs, I'd probably, I've said it all season, I'm going to stick with Brentford uh, just because of the quality and, and the players they've got. If, if they were to play anyone in the final, I'd probably go with Fulham. I think they are the third and fourth best teams in the championship, Brentford and Fulham. Uh, so I'd go with them. And then in the relegation zone, mine's slightly different to yours, but I'm going to stick with Barnsley going down just because they are, like I say, seven points adrift of safety. Um, Luton as well, I don't think they've got enough. But yeah, we've talked already. I'm going to go with Hull City going down. I think just, you know, the form they showed this year, the players that are leaving, um, you know, it's it's madness. But I, I saw a couple of things on Twitter earlier in the week that when Jared Bowen uh, left the club, um Somebody got 250 to one for Hull City to go down this season, which seems like madness. But obviously, like I said, they've only picked up six points in the league this calendar year. So for me, Hull City will will be that team. Um, So following on from last week, Jake, I asked you about, obviously, Pep Clotet leaving Birmingham City and, you know, a few managers that may potentially take his place. It looks like, um, or it did look like, that Nigel Clough was going to, you know, take over in in that role. Uh, but as we recording now, actually, I, I looked only half an hour ago. Um, Chris Uton's gone in at um, the front runner, into you know, with, with the bookies. So would you, you know, be interested, or would you think it'd be a good appointment to see even Nigel Clough or Chris Uton in that job? Yeah, I think I think both of them would be good appointments. Um, I think. Chris Hewton would obviously be the better one, but I'm I'm unsure whether um, Birmingham in the current ownership and where they currently are would be well suited to Chris Hewton. I think he's better better placed to take over a team um, pushing for promotion. He's regularly shown that where his strengths lie, um, but he, he would be he would be a good appointment. He's obviously managed there before. 
um, and, and has shown well, well with uh, Brighton that you can take over a team near the bottom of the table and mould the team in, into promotion hopefuls and get them to the Premier League and, and consolidate them there. That's, it, he, he is the perfect manager for any championship club as, as long as you know, you've got a bit of ambition to, to back it up. Um, Nigel Clough is a little bit more of a firefighter. He's more more suited to managing clubs near the bottom of the championship. Um, but, he, you know, wherever he's been, he's done pretty well. He's not never done awfully at any team. Burton is obviously where he's um, made his name, <laughs> got them to the championship for the first time, obviously brought them out of the football, uh, into the football league as well uh, in his first spell there. Um, I think with Derby, he did pretty well. Um, he was solid there for a long period. Had a few um, flirtations of promotion during that spell. Um, Sheffield United as well. He did did okay there. Sort of laid the foundations before Chris Wilder came in. Um, but he, although he didn't, um, he hasn't done anything incredible in the Championship during his managerial career. He's got a solid, solid CV, plenty of experience, and um, after what he did with Burton, uh, keeping him in the Championship for a year. Um, it it was um, yeah it, it was a, I think he'd be a, a solid appointment for Birmingham. I think from what I see Birmingham and what the future holds for them, I think he'd be more suited to them than Chris Hewton. Um, yeah. But then if there is ambition there and they, they've managed to get their finances in order, um, then maybe Chris Hewton would be would be the better appointment. It, you know, if I was a support, I'd want them to go and get Chris Hewton. But I'm unsure if he'd really be willing to take that job. I think there's too many big red flags about Birmingham for, for a manager of Chris Newton's quality to take that job. Yeah, I agree. I think if you compare the two, obviously, um, Clough is the more realistic man to take, you know, over there. Um, Chris Newton, I always remember even from, you know, 10 months ago that, you know, Chris Newton always said that he, he wanted to wait for a job in the Premier League again. And I think he deserves that, you know. He he, he was rumoured to turn down the Sheffield Wednesday job before Gary Monk and also the West, John, uh, West Brom job as well, which that one surprised me because, you know, look at where West Brom are in the table. But at the same time, yeah, I take my hat off to him for, you know, what he achieved at Brighton. And I really thought that he was wrongly dismissed at, at, at that club so um whether he's still holding out you know like I say 10 months later then then i don't know because at the minute with you know three months passing there's not been you know many many jobs that have been able to take over at and um you know that that'll all change i'm sure between now and and the end of next uh, end of this season and the start of next season so whether he still holds out for a job i'm unsure but yeah in terms of clough i think like you said he, he had a decent season at Burton Albion. Again, he, he was unlucky to probably get relegated because they did give it a good go in the championship. But yeah, for me, again, a realistic approach would be to uh, appoint Clough uh, at Birmingham City. So that takes us nicely. And it's the first time we've done this in months or seems like months, Jake, is the previews and predictions from three key fixtures this weekend. You could argue that every fixture is going to be key. Uh, but I've picked out three. So the first one is on Saturday and it's a 12.30 kickoff. This one is Fulham versus Brentford. What's your preview and prediction for that one? Yeah, this is definitely the, the standout game um, in the Championship this weekend. Very difficult to predict. It's sort of like the first day of the season again, isn't it? We, we've got very little to go on. 
Um, I think Brentford beating Arsenal in a friendly was quite eye-catching, although I think they, they did fare better when Arsenal took a lot of their more experienced players off. Um, they're definitely a very good team. Um, for me, up there with um, Leeds and West Brom, albeit not in points total, but they're definitely, but I think, the, the third best team in the league. Um, mm. So, going purely on that, uh, I'll go for the, I'll go, I think I'm going to tip Brentford to win this weekend. I think they'll get off to a good start. Um, just think that they're a more proven outfit and a, they, I think they, they have a much clearer identity than Fulham at the moment, which is still, to me, uh, a team of individuals that can pull out some big results, but they still don't really have that consistency of performance. Um, whereas I think with Brentford, there's definitely consistency of performance. There's just sometimes not the results to back it up. Um, but I always think their performances are always quite reliable. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take mm. Brentford for the win. Yeah, I can see why you've done that. I think of these two teams and the first thing that comes to my mind is goals. Uh, so without any form and like you said, you know, no football to go on. I'm just going to solely predict a two-all draw in this one. I think, you know, Fulham can always beat anybody at home, but, you know, I know that Brentford ooze class as well. So, um, I know it's sitting on the fence, but two-all for me. The next one I've picked out is three o'clock, which is Blackburn versus Bristol City in the playoff hunt. What's your prediction for this? Yeah, this is going to be a... um... Another really good game. Um, Blackburn were a team I was impressed with before the break. I think they've got a lot of good players. Uh, I think Tony Mowbray's got them uh, playing quite a nice uh, brand of football. Bristol City have always been inconsistent. They were on one of their were, um, bad runs before the break. A few losses, a few draws, dropped out of the playoffs. Uh, it might be that they come back revigorated. Um, that's what the supporters will certainly be hoping for. One point off the playoffs. Blackburn, three points off the playoffs. Two teams that definitely have ambitions of getting in there. Um, and with nothing to base this on, uh, other than sort of looking at the squads and, and what we've seen previously, uh, albeit it was a long time ago. I, I'm going to sit on the fence and go for a one-all draw. Um, I would slightly favour Blackburn, but yeah, I'll, I'll go for the draw. Yeah, Blackburn have always had decent home form in this division uh, for the last few years. Uh, But for whatever reason, this is just a gut instinct. I'm going to go for a Bristol City win in this one. I think I mentioned it earlier that, you know, there's there's just something that's saying Bristol City might be the team that finally get in the playoffs this this season. I'm not saying they're going to go on and go up, but... um, this is a huge game for them if they're going to, you know, finish, like I say, in that top six. So I'll go for a Bristol City winning this one, 2-1, uh, but I expect it to be very tight, very close game. Uh, another game I've picked out is also three o'clock. This one's interesting because we've been talking about these two, two teams a lot on this show. Uh, Hull City versus Charlton, massive game. What's your prediction for this? Yeah, this is the, the biggest game at the, at the bottom of the table. Uh, definitely see why he picked it out. <laughs> I think I said all I needed to say earlier um, in the show. Both these teams are, are just looking very, very vulnerable. Uh, I had both of them going down. I think you had Charlton to stay up. I can see that based on the points tally, but I just look at Luton and, and Barnsley. There's so much more positivity going on at those mm. clubs. And, and I don't think, I just don't see either Hull or Charlton picking up many more points at all. Um, 
would be surprised if either of them got got more than six or seven points really based on based on what their current situation is losing losing key players left right and center um don't think either of them are going to finish the season strongly um if this is the game either one of them has to win um if it, if either one of them lose this it's very very worrying for, for what the next few weeks will hold um I, again i think I, i'd slightly favor Charlton like you did in in your predictions for relegation i just think Harlow Harlow are just a really, really poor team. They they were before the break. They've lost even more players since then. Uh yeah. Cholton had a period about Lyle Taylor earlier in the season where they still did okay. I think they did have Connor Gallagher for, for a lot of those games and he obviously is now at Swansea, but still think there's, there's some good players in that team. Um and I don't think they they were as reliant on Taylor as perhaps Hull were on Grisicki and Bowen. So I think I'll Go for a Cholton one nil win, which is the scoreline they've become closely linked to this season. They've had a lot of one nil wins, so I'll go with that. But yeah, it's going to be a very, very bad game to watch. Yeah, I think this will be one nil either way, and I've predicted a one nil Charlton as well. I think you know we've we've talked about them a lot on the show, like I say, so I don't have to go into much detail because you've done that. But like I say, I think it'll be a low-scoring game. I think Charlton have just got enough to go and edge that win. But like I say, it'll probably, you know, if, if I were picking a result, it'd be 1-0 and, and I'm going to go for the away side. Obviously, Luton and Barnsley will both be wishing that this is going to be a draw and, you know, that they can they can catch these teams. But yeah, I think, um, you know, come five o'clock on, on Saturday that uh, Charlton have probably just about picked up the victory there. Just because we can as well, I'm going to throw in one more game on Sunday to preview and predict. I'm going to go for the Cardiff and Leeds United fixture. What What's your thoughts on that one? Yeah, it's a tough start for, for Cardiff, a team that I've uh, tipped to get into the playoffs. But um, this is going to be a, a very interesting game for both teams. Um, if you just look at, Look at what happened in in the Premier League yesterday. Just as us, the closest thing we've got to basing on at the time of recording, um, Sheffield United went away to Aston Villa, uh, and Aston Villa were probably the better team. Um, albeit Sheffield United had a goal wrongly not given, which which was the, yeah. the headline. But the the actual game, I think Aston Villa were the better team. And if you'd have said pre-lockdown, um, if that game would have went ahead, you'd have, you'd have had Sheffield United winning it pretty much every week. And Aston Villa played quite well, and I think it, it was a it showed that in this, um, in these next few weeks, um, we might see slightly different results to what we would have seen before the lockdown. Um, mm. I think this is definitely an opportunity for Cardiff. I think if you know if they played this game in March, um, Leeds would have won. But I think that Cardiff got a chance there. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Leeds um, just because everything points to a Leeds win. But I don't think it, it's a foregone conclusion. Uh, that it would have been in March. I think that Cardiff, uh, a team I think, are going to do quite well in, in the next few weeks. I wouldn't be surprised to see them get something from this game. But I'll, I'll predict Leeds just because that is the, the most probable result. But I do have a slight inkling that Cardiff might might do okay in this one. Yeah, that's the reason I asked you. I, I'm, you know, same views as you. I think that, you know, Leeds are the most likely winners. I just thought to myself that, you know, if any team could cause an upset at home against Leeds, then Cardiff stands out for some reason. Uh, but yeah, to play it safe, I'd probably go for a two-two-one victory to Leeds United in that game. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, sorry, I've just seen just before we wrap up, um, just seen on, on Twitter this, these last few minutes that um, 
Pablo Hernandez will be missing that game for Leeds. Okay, um, yeah. With a, with a minor injury. So again, that might just um, increase Cardiff's chances even further. Um, I think we'll see a lot of minor injuries in the next few weeks, especially. Saw a, a couple of Arsenal players go off yesterday um, in the first half, and Leeds might be one of those teams that are most susceptible to, to those injuries at the, at the intensity they play out. So definitely want to keep a watch on on Leeds. And, and if they do start suffering these injuries, Frequently, um, mm. maybe the promotion isn't as, as obvious and confirmed as, as we already think it is. Yeah, thanks for that update, Jake. I think uh, because of that, I'll go for two all now. You've swayed me to give Cardiff an extra goal in my prediction. So <laughs> thanks for that. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, with that, we're out of time, Jake. So if you'd like to let our listeners know where they can find you online, uh, just yeah, now be a good time. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening. You can get me on Twitter at Jake Jack with two ends. I post anything I do there. Um so keep an eye out um on my Twitter page. There's also the Premier League show um which will be released I think a couple of times a week or at least once a week. Um now the Premier League is back. So if you're interested in that um give those shows a listen you can get the Twitter um handle for that show at EPR Roundtable and there's a Bundesliga show that um has been recording and, and I think we'll continue to record and you can get that on Twitter at Bundesliga Pod. Yeah, thanks for that. I've been your host at Louis Shackshaft on Twitter is where you can find me. Uh, but more importantly, remember to follow the show at Championship Pod, where we post each show to our pin tweet. Uh, so please subscribe also if you haven't already done so. Uh, like Jake, I want to thank you all for listening and we will catch you next time. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.